0: Blood
1: Talk Radio One, two, three I went down to the crossroads I fell down on my knees Went out there by the crossroads, y'all Had a feeling that it brought me to my knees Just ask the Lord for mercy. Oh, help me.
2: How are you?
3: <laughs> Very good. How are you?
2: Doing great. Thank you.
3: <laughs> great. You want to start us off with a little prayer before I do some housekeeping?
2: I would love to do that.
3: Thank you. All
2: right. All right, then. Heavenly God, we thank you for allowing us to come together in your holy name. We ask, Spirit of God, that you fill us all with the spirit of love, joy, and a peaceful home with a peaceful spirit, Holy Father, that is covered from the crown of our heads all the way down to the soles of our feet and from our heels to our toes. In the name of the Holy Trinity, we pray and we ask that you cover us, Holy Father, in your
3: divine presence and love. Amen. 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 Welcome to our show tonight, All the Ways of Love. We're going to be talking about attracting love and loving yourself and all the different ways that we can do love work. Um, And really quickly, we've got on the show um, Mama Star, and you can find her at oldstyleconjurer.com, or if Facebook is easier for you, she's obviously really easy to reach there, um, facebook.com backslash oldstyleconjurer. And we've also got tonight, as usual, the lovely and talented Mr. Mark, you, you can find him at facebook. dot com backslash drlovebug.conjure, and that's dr just dr drlovebug.conjure. And I am Katie Olivares at ittybittywitch.com. dot com. Welcome.
0: <laughs>
3: so, Mama Star, do you want to tell us what inspired you to um, choose this topic for tonight? I think that it, that it goes along with uh
4: our last radio show. And I think that folks uh a lot of folks uh don't really know how to love themselves. And so that's what I really want to talk about first is about loving yourself. You know, if you love yourself, your life runs a lot smoother because you see yourself in a different
0: Absolutely. If you're all
4: right if you're all depressed and and down on yourself then that's how your life is going to be nobody's life is ever going to be perfect we all have ups and downs and we all have things uh that are going to go in you know on our lives that's going to mess us up and we just have to keep pushing forward but you cannot uh have a peaceful happy life if you don't love yourself first
3: Absolutely, and we can, if we decide that we're not super valuable and we go about behaving like we're not super valuable, that's who we attract, people who want to treat exactly.
0: us like exactly. we're less
3: than. And then exactly. we get treated like we're less than, and then that reinforces the fact that we are less than. So it's a vicious cycle. Yeah.
4: You, you know, success starts with yourself. Uh And I don't mean, I'm not talking money or a big house or a new car or whatever. I'm talking about you being successful, being happy with yourself, yourself. We all have issues, you know. Uh, Very few people have gone through life uh, with no snags, you know. Mm -hmm. We all have snags. And I know that when things go wrong, it's not hard just to let them build. One thing will happen, then another, then another, then another, and before you know it, that little grain of sand has turned into a mountain that you can't move. So if you want success in business or in life or just in general, it has to start with you. And by doing that, you have to do healing work and you have to do cleansings, and you have to get yourself strong. First and foremost, if we can't love ourselves, then how can we expect someone else to love us? Because whatever we do or uh, in our lives is going to affect the people around us. You see what I'm saying? People who don't like themselves are usually total asses or they're depressed all the time, you know, or they're obnoxious. And so that bleeds over into the people that you're around. And so clean it up. Clean yourself up. You know, let the people who are around you love you and take care of you and be good to you. But it's hard to be good to somebody who doesn't love themselves because that's what they put out there. That's what they put forth. You see? Mark, you got something
2: to add? Oh, Lord, I got plenty to add. I want to say, you know, I agree with you 100%, Mama Star. Um, I think that folks, well, I know, I can't say I think, I know that I think cleansing is the most important thing you have to do. And, you know, for those kind of issues that you have with yourself, cut and clear, I like to, you know, of course I work with scissors, And I don't even know if I should really put this out there. But, you know, Mama uh, taught me how to cleanse myself with a knife. And so I find that really works, too, especially, guys, when you're trying to cut and clear stuff that you hold, that you've held on to all your life. You take the knife, and, of course, you run the uh, running water over it. You say your prayers, and you start at the crown of your head. And you and and you just you hold the knife away from you know a little bit away from you a couple of inches from your body starting your head and you just start cutting down to your feet you know the air around you you cut the air around you going from your head to your toes and you pray and ask your ancestors God of course and your or your high power and your your spirits that walk with you to cutting clear or to literally. Cut and sever, cut and remove those ties, those things that tie you down. I mean, that's what the whole point of cutting clear is. And literally, with that knife or with your scissors or your sharp object, you are cutting those things in your life, those bonds that no longer serve you.
3: I love that. I love that. I'm um, Thorn Coil. I'm, coil. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: You go. Ahead. Well, I just wanted to say I um. I can't believe I gave that one out because that's what I've kept for myself, for me. But Mama saw gave me that word years ago. I've always kept it to myself, but um, I think that's a way. That's a really good, strong way um, for folks to begin the cutting process. And the thing is, you'll notice is that your life will change. I mean, I don't guarantee it, but I know God is a good God. And it might be some folks it might be really fast, but others it might be really slow. But the one thing you might notice is that the people that you think are your truest friends, they start falling away. It's like they start fading away like the sunset at the west. I'm telling you you'll notice it. Or this the people that you thought was your you know, your so called family, you know, the folks that ain't your blood kin. But you think that they have your best intentions. Little by little, you start pulling away from, them or they just pull away from you. And I think that's that's right there is a sign showing you that that person was, you know, sucking a life out of you, or, or, or sucking away at your spirit. And that's I think that's the other thing too, is that when you are uh, learning to love yourself you have to you have to protect your spirit because there are sometimes people in our lives that will take away from us and they will bring us down and if you notice people that usually um folks that have a lot of negativity who are depressed usually they'll have folks you know in their lives that are also the same way who also have that kind of low spirit and so you not only are you have to cut and clear your issues but those ties or those bonds that's what it is spiritual bonds. Oh lord, I had to find the words. Those mm-hmm. bonds that time you down, you got to cut those too and you got to get rid of those people. Oh lord, I said a lot. Mhm. That was that's, that's like
0: true. thank something?
3: you. <laughs> thank you for sharing that mark. That's very valuable stuff. I want to add y'all. a little no, that's great. A little piece that Thorn Coyle taught me that's very similar to that, using um, a ritual blade to cut away things is to name all of the things, all of the labels that you've put on yourself, all the labels that other people have put on you, all the negative things that you've heard, even the positive things. Just cut away. So you're cutting, you know, a couple inches off your body. And um, I've had people who are cutters tell me that this is not a good work for them to do. So be careful if you have a history of cutting. You probably, this isn't something that you want to attempt. Um but to cut away the energy and just take it all off and throw it all off and watch the stuff that wants to stick back onto you, that wants to jump back on when you have not invited it in. So just taking what Mark said and labeling the things that you're cutting off, and then you choose what you want to put back on. And then obviously you've created all of this negative space that if you don't make a decision what to fill it with, the universe will make a decision, and it's going to be more comfortable putting the group on that you just took off. So if you're going to take the time to do the work, take the time to protect yourself as well. Yep. Yes, that is true. That's a powerful word.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. um oh, you go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> no, please do. Go ahead.
2: No, another thing I was going to say was that um, – you got the. Of course, you got the cutting and clearing, and the cleansing. You got to cleanse yourself, and then that—that's the first part of it. Now the second part of, um, and the third part, I guess, would say. But what if, if for me, it all goes hand in hand. Is you have to protect yourself. You got to cover yourself with protection too. You know, you've cleansed all this stuff off of you, and so now you got to fill the void. And so I think for those kind of issues. The first thing is when you when you have a spirit that's down or that's low and you're clearing all those 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 clouds of that fog that's holding you down, you're try at the same time you're trying to find your own power, and so you're gonna have to work with those roots and herbs or those things those items that bring you power that help you to find the power that God has put inside of you that anointing that is within you it's like a seed. You have to uproot that seed. You know what I mean? You have to plant that seed, excuse my language, uproot those old roots that's holding you down, and then nurture the seeds. And so for that kind of work, of course, I like to work. Um, I've worked with Lovage. i worked that for myself. Um, that's really strong. Another work, of course, another power root, of course, Hajana Conqueror, but I like Lovage. I like Calamus Root, and I like Master of the Woods. But any, and you know, any power- if I might if I
4: might if I might interrupt for a minute. How important do you think uh that working roots and herbs within Conjure work, how important is that? Uh, oh do, really need them? do we really need them? Do we need recipes? Do we really need uh this stuff? Uh
2: oh, sweet baby within Jesus. our work? I came to work okay. with that. Well, I'm gonna I'm tell you right now, Mama. There's a why, why is conjure work called root work? Why do we call this work working the root? Oh. I mean, for me, that's the clearest answer. And the other mm-hmm. thing I want to say is that the roots and the herbs and those things that you work with, they have power in the work. They bring a power to your work, and so. As long as you have the faith and you know that the work will be a total success, then there's nothing that can stop you. You know, um, I'm going to tell you right now, the the recipes and the things that we work with, the oils, that's, that's what makes conjure work what it is. And you take away those roots, you take away those herbs, those Bible verses and those things, that make conjure work what it is. You're not practicing conjure work no more. I well, mean, you know, that's what I days, look
4: at. My mama used lard. Well, you can't find lard no more. So do I just not do any work because I can't find lard? I mean, uh, no. You know what? What do you do? What I mean, really? What do you do? I, I hear all this stuff and I'm like, well, for heaven's sake, am I doing things wrong? I mean, could I be wrong? Do I not need recipes? Uh, Like for me to be able to love myself, what if I made a bath of lovage Uh, and maybe a little bit of blood root, you know, a little bit of lavender to soothe my nerves? I mean, is that out of the way Uh, and take a bath in that so I can reinforce the love that I feel for myself? You know, I mean, I'm just asking a a legitimate question. You know, I hear a lot of people say it ain't all about the recipes. Well, this work was built on roots and herbs and the necessity for protection and the necessity uh, to be able to hide things. That's what this work is all about. It's not necessarily about love work. Uh, But when you look at it in in today's time, because of the way the world is today, if you have a low self-esteem and you don't love yourself, you are going to get walked all over. You're not going to be able to get anywhere. So times have changed. So, yeah, I think that work that reinforces our personal power which still goes along with the old way. Because in the old days, they had to have the power to run. They had to have the power and the knowledge to get away, to to get safe. So this is just a different time. So you have to be able to be successful in your own life, and you have to have your own personal power and be strong so you can move forth and be prosperous. I mean, I could be wrong. And if I am, well, then I am. That's just how it is. But I don't believe I am. Because I, well, only I like believe to in the roots and the herbs and the washes, all those things. I'm not talking about commercial washes either. I'm talking about washes like I was taught to make as a young worker, as a child of my mother's. When you start removing those things out of this work, then there's
2: nothing left. What are you going to work with? You know what? Uh, well, you go ahead, Miss Katie, and I got something to say when you're done. <laughs> I I I
3: I want to answer so many different things. You just put so much information out there. First of all, you are the first one to say do not let anything stop you from doing your work. So if you don't have lard, then you need to go find yourself a crystal, right? And just keep working exactly. and do what you need to do. Find yourself a substitute. Um, That bath that you proposed, the lovage, the blood root, the lavender, that sounds like a beautiful, loving bath to love yourself. And then you're working the blood and you're working the ancestors as well. So perhaps healing old injuries and doing some deep, deep cleansing love work there. Um, But I think that those recipes are wildly, wildly important to honor those. You know, they've been set up so that we know what works and we're working with tradition and we're bringing all of that with us and all of the power of the past with us when we use one of those recipes. But if spirit tells you throw yourself a little something, you know, whatever spirit asks you to add, I'm sure there's a reason, and I would honor that.
4: Mm -hmm. You know, my mama was big with the oak tree. And, you know, she used to tell us a story about the oak tree, how powerful it is. It's one of the most powerful trees that grow in the world and how it's hard to bend and break an oak, you see. And so when you're doing self-empowerment work to empower yourself and draw up your your personal power, oak is a wonderful tree to work with. But that's a recipe. The willow tree, when someone has tons of tears, the willow tree is a good tree to go to to heal. It's also a good tree to go to to make them have some goddamn tears. But I'm not (laughs) talking about that end of it. I'm talking about healing here. So that's a recipe. And it's also something that grows wild out in nature. And that the old folks use. A briar bush is used for protection of your home, of yourself, of your family. But that's a recipe. You see what I'm saying?
0: I'm not understanding.
4: I guess I'm not a little cranky. I, I might be just a little cranky. But I think that's okay,
0: too.
2: Well, you know what, I, you know, I think we can all establish here that conjure workers use what they have or they work, they work with what they have. Well, those trees, those roots, those herbs, those Bible verses, these things that make our recipes, that's what we find around us. That's what comes from nature. And so to say that, um, I mean, to deny that, I, it, to me, it doesn't really make any sense. You know, this is the back, these roots and these herbs, the thing that we do that folks call root work, working their root. that is the center of this work that we do. And that without this, you know, without those things, without those items that make our recipes, then you're really not doing conjure work. I mean, that's just how I look at it. I don't want to sound judgmental, but that's just, um, that's the backbone of this work. I mean, if you're gonna ma- if you're gonna make your conjure hand or a packet, what are you gonna use? If you're not gonna if you're not gonna work with a recipe. Nah, I wanted to say that Mr. Well Katie, if you I was gonna out.
4: make one for myself, uh, I would have to put some Solomon seal root in there, some lovage, so I can always love myself. And then I would need me a power herb simply for me. It could be rosemary, uh, master of the woods. I like strong herbs. And then you know, I like making packets. That's one of my favorite things. And it's simply because it's folded small, and on every stitch you pray your petition into that packet, and then you can feed it. Uh, and then you coat it, and it's small enough to stick anywhere, in your bosoms, anywhere. Uh, but that's a recipe.
2: Right. I was just going to say that. <laughs> it's the recipe.
1: See what I mean? So
2: right. those things, these so-called recipes... That's what we need to to make the job a total success. But I wanted to point out something real quick. You know, Miss Katie had said that you need spirit, and that is the most important thing. Spirit is going to tell you, if you listen to God or your higher power, your
0: ancestors,
2: the spirits that walk with you, they're going to show you how to work those herbs and those roots. They're going to show you what you need to use, you know, to deal with the situation that you have to face. I just just wanted to, you know, I thought that was important that you had pointed out, Mm Katie.
4: Thank you. Well, you know, your your ancestors uh, play a big part in in this work, you know, they have to. They should play a large part other than God in your life, period, you see. So you can't do this all by yourself. You have to have help. You have to have God, your higher power, whatever you want to call it, and your ancestors and in your own power. But if you are depressed and you're down and out, then you don't have no power
0: because depression
4: takes away our willpower. And if we don't have willpower, then how
3: can we succeed? And and if we don't have willpower and if we don't have self-esteem and we're relying on the people around us to feed us that and to Mm -hmm. let us know that we're okay, that's exhausting. The people around you aren't going to do that for forever. So stand up, get a hold of yourself, pull yourself together, use these tools, and then you can help other people too.
4: And, you know, you can't let past events uh, hold you back. You just can't. Because I'm going to tell you all, you can't change the past. You can't. No matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, you cannot change the past. You just can't do it. So you can sit there and wallow and hang your head. Or you can say, hey, looky here, man, you know, this held me down for a minute. That minute's up, and I'm moving forward, and I'm going to shake this off, and I'm going to do the very best that I can do for myself, for my family. And I'm going to tell you, can't please everybody. Not everybody likes me, and to be honest, I don't give a flying slip. I could care less. Because I'm not here for everybody to like me. I'm here to help my people that need me. You can't please people or you're just going to waste your time, your your day. Feed the people that count that you know will be there for you and the rest of them cut them loose. Katie?
3: right. And watch your circle of friends become more and more powerful. Exactly. And your
4: spirit will build. Right. So I think when we talk about love work, self-love should be at the top of that list. If you can't love yourself, you're not going to love anybody else. And if you don't love yourself, then you're not going to see love in anybody else. And you'll always see the people that love you in a different light. You'll never realize that they really do care about you.
0: Yep, yeah,
2: and you know what? I got. I just want to give a little recipe since we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Well, here the have, Hold on Mark Y'all have to tea. excuse
4: me I've been in New Orleans And I just got home today A few hours ago So I am a kind of cranky You know And I've just been seeing all this stuff And, and it's just It pisses me off You know This work is the most important thing Any bullshit you've got going on With anybody else Or whatever does not matter This work is all that should matter. And the ancestors that suffered for this work to live, because we have a treasure trove, folks, in this knowledge. Don't waste it on bullshit.
2: Go ahead, Mark. Yep. (laughs) No, no problem. I just wanted to tell um y'all... A simple work that you can do uh, is a a sweetening jar. I I love jar, a self-love jar. Let me be specific. You use a photo of yourself. You take your photo of yourself that's fresh. A fresh photo of yourself after you've done your cleansing work. That's another one I guess I'm going to put out there. Um, When you do your cleansing, your cutting clears we talked about, you're going to take a fresh new photo of yourself. And that's the photo you're going to use in your work. You put that inside of a small baby jar. Put your little Lovitch root, mass of the woods, calamus, a little Solomon seal, you know, for a little wisdom. So you can always have a clear mind, you know, have a wise mind, and one that's full of discernment and understanding. And then, of course, you always want to put a little protection. So I say put your open safety pin inside that jar. So that you have a little protection or maybe even put a, or a pinch of uh, a protection herb, you know, maybe a pinch of angelica root because, you know, angelica protects, but also it heals. And you can put your little sugar in there or just, you know, leave it, work it as is with a Bible verse that's burnt to ash. And you're going to shake that jar and you're going to hold it to your mouth first before you close it. Say petitions and you're gonna work it and shake it every day and you say your prayers. And you're gonna ask God to heal you from the inside and help you to find your power. And this jar this jar is simple and but it's powerful. And that'll help you with self-love. And what you should pray is is ask God and your spiritual um protectors to help you to find the love and the power within yourself and to help you to look only inside of yourself and not to look to others. And I think when you you, you word it that way, you know, or word it in a way that's right to you,
3: you'll notice a difference. That sounds great. Um, I would like to, for those who are not in the chat room, hey, first of all, come on over to the chat room blogtalkradio.com backslash Old Style Conjure, and you can see the show. And on the chat room, you can post questions and you can, you know, respond to what we're saying here. But somebody asked, um, are you meaning that if you don't have one of the roots in the recipe that you adapt it to the supplies that you have, Um, or do you just sort of stop your work and, you, you know, you get paralyzed there? And it seems like from the answers here, the general consensus is, you try to find the herbs. You try to get what you can. Obviously, if this is your great-great-grandmother's recipe and you say, oh, you know, I don't have that. I don't feel like walking half the store to pick up something. I feel like going out in the yard and grabbing myself a rose. You know, that, that's just pure laziness. And I don't think that your work is going to work. But I think that you should try to find the stuff. And I think that as you are gathering your supplies, the work is building, For me, I was taught that um, the work doesn't just start the second you go to put your ingredients together. As you're gathering, as you're getting your things set up, that's all building the power of the work. So it looks like the general consensus is try to find the ingredients, but if you cannot find the ingredients, don't let that stop you. Keep moving. Do you guys have anything you want to add to that? No, because that's it.
4: It's use what you have. That's what this work is all about. Use what you have. And you see, I'm old enough. I'm going to be 61 my birthday. So I'm old enough to remember uh, my grandmama and uh, how how she lived and how my, my aunties and my family lived back in the day and in back in the day and sometimes still now in the south folks only go to the grocery store who live in the country on Saturdays my grandma mm-hmm. only went to the grocery store on Saturdays period it wasn't no oh i forgot the sugar let me run go back and get it no no sir she got a ride to go to the store on Saturdays, did all her shopping, and got everything that she needed for the week. So I think that that has a lot to do with using what you have,
0: Mhm
4: and follow spirit if I, my recipe says use a uh, syrup uh in a love work to draw. Uh, uh, something to you, and you don't have syrup and your sugar. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it.
2: Well, you you know what I think it is, to Mama Star, and I could be wrong. You know, Mama Star and Katie, but I think the the problem is is that folks are, you have folks on one end that's talking about well, you know. I guess they have an issue with recipes. I don't know what. But then on the <laughs> other end, a lot of people. do recipes again. A, a, a lot of people. I think some folks are limiting themselves by the recipes. I think some people yes. are, are, are saying that if I don't have this herb, I don't have this root, I can't get the job done. And exactly. I, that doesn't, and so that's it is not,
4: limiting it.
2: Right, and so so they limit. So uh, right there, just by you telling yourself, I can't do this job because I don't have this entire recipe, you've just crossed Mm -hmm. your own self up. You've just jinxed your work right there because you're saying to spirit that you don't have everything that you need to get the job done. You're telling spirit that your faith is not uh, strong enough or that you don't have, you know, um the power within yourself to put that to put that work out there and to make it happen Correct. and so I feel like well you have you know like Katie said you have to follow spirit you know for example um what i might work with for one person a work i might do for one person you know let's say for love i may not use the exact same recipe for the next person because they have things, their situation is gonna be different. And so of course the recipe is not gonna be the same. It's gonna this it's gonna be different or it's gonna there's gonna be some kind of change in it. But that's that's where that's where coming into spirit and letting the spirit guide you with wisdom and discernment, that's where spirit is gonna show you, okay, what to do or how to work your route or work that recipe that is specific to your client situation. That makes sense, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what what I wanted to say about
0: it.
3: Yeah, their spirit could have some sort of um block to one of the ingredients that you would traditionally use. So, you know, if you're gonna stop them from accomplishing what they need to accomplish by adding this thing that you bullheadedly I need to add this or it's not going to work. Well they don't need that. No. That's not going to help them. Don't yeah. and don't add it. So that's just a great example of listening.
2: Right. Exactly. And I mean, like, I, let me guess. i give an example. Um, okay, let's say I'm doing some love work for somebody. And, okay, how about this, some money work? Yeah. Cause, okay, I'll give you a little quick money work here. Let's say I got a client of mine that's been having money troubles, okay? Now, of course. I go to spirit, and I give them a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> now, the thing is, the reason why this client is having money troubles is because they're a spendthrift. There's too much money. There's more money going out, than there's more money coming in. So, of course, you know, um, you know, for general prosperity work, and I'm just using this as an example, you know, for rent office recipes, you know, one of the things I like to work with is uh sassafras, a little brown sugar, uh master of wood, Solomon's Hill for wisdom of course. Um, and maybe even some five finger grass so that the money I comes love to
0: sassafras.
2: me. Right. Now, let's say for this this client, this person, the problem is they spend too much money. So of course for this recipe, I'm gonna probably have to put a little bit more of five finger grass to keep this so they can grab onto their money harder. And then, of course, I'm about to amp it up a little bit on the wisdom, the wisdom uh, ingredients and, you know, um, wisdom prayers so that they have more common sense and the wisdom to wash their finances, to get on a good budget, and to keep themselves in check. So you see what I mean? There? So you see, Mark. even though there was Mark. a re- – yes.
4: Mark, but don't you think that that also goes along with self-love? Yes, it does. It does. Uh, uh just doing whatever to pull ourselves further down. Don't you think that that all goes back around to a high self-esteem or a low self-esteem?
0: Oh, I and definitely to think
2: Oh, I definitely think it does because, to me, it it tells me that maybe that that person has a lack in their spirit. They feel like they're lacking something inside of them, so they're trying to fill that void. And so, of course, if if you really want to fill that void, you know, know, um, as they say, I guess, nature hates a vacuum. Um, Mm -hmm. You're going to have to build that person's power up, that client's power.
0: So, of course,
2: wisdom um praying for wisdom, love, helping that person to find love within themselves and healing so i
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think that'll healing uh maybe add some healing stuff into that work will help that person, and because everything is connected, it's gonna help them, of course, with their money situation. Mm-hmm. But you see what I mean. So, so yeah, you got your recipe, but not the exact recipe is going to be the same for everybody.
4: And that's no, why you have we're not to not all the same.
2: Right, you're going to have to go with your spirit and listen to spirit. You have some folks that might be a little hot headed. Some folks that might be hot headed, and they might come to you for some, you know, some work. And so the things that you do for that person. Is going to be different from somebody else who might be a little bit too cold or too cool. Some folks, you got to put a little fire in their asses. Other folks, you got to, you got to cool, you're going to have to cool them down. But you see how you're dealing with a person, when you're dealing, and this goes back to spirit, when you are dealing with somebody's spirit, you're going to as a conjure worker, going to have to work a recipe that's going to help that person's spirit specifically. Okay, I'm
0: done.
4: I'm done. Right. <laughs> and you know, you know. So now we've talked about loving ourselves, right? So what about if we want to draw someone into our life, a partner, somebody to to be with? The thing that we always have to remember is that like begets like. Mm-hmm. So if you have low self-esteem. If you don't think highly of yourself, if you don't have a strong spirit, then you're either going to draw one or the other type of person. You're going to draw somebody just like you, or you're going to draw somebody who is uh, stronger-willed than you are but still has low self-esteem, and so they always have to be right. And they always have to be the one in charge. And they always have to be in control. So the very first step, love work, yeah, okay. But the very first step has to be with you yourself. So you can have a strong willpower. You can have a strong self-esteem. And you can love yourself. And so then... When you start doing your work to draw somebody into your life, you're not going to take the first thing that walks through the door because you want to be loved so bad. Because you're not going to want to be loved so bad that you'll just take whatever because you already love yourself and you will be picking, you will be choosing, and you can find you
0: uh,
4: a new mate. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm one, I believe, I don't believe in going backwards. If shit went wrong to start with If it's not cleared up It's never going to be good That's just how it is And that's the truth You can do all the pulling All the drawing all Everything in the world But you've got to clear up Whatever was wrong And so I want to talk about Growing somebody different Into your life So the very first step Is taking care of yourself first And then Sit down and write you a list of the qualities of the person that you would like to come into your life. And be honest with yourself. But don't be crazy with it, neither. Don't be saying stuff like someone that's going to love me to death because they may really love you to death. Yep. Someone that you can share your life with that likes the same things that you like, that you can be happy with and that will be happy with you. That has comfortable finances so y'all don't have to struggle. Be reasonable with it. And then focus on those qualities within that person and then start working towards that. Pulling that person to you. A lot of folks like magnets. No, they like low scope. I like
0: magnets.
4: And magnets pull really strong. And to me, they work harder than a lodestone. Lodestone's too subtle for me. Uh, You can even get a sheet of magnet and write those qualities down on the magnet. Uh, All the craft stores have it. And then you start burning your candle. You can name that candle for my mate. And then all those qualities that you listed are going to be what your petition is going to be. Set your magnet in a bowl with some lovage. A little bit of master of the woods because I feel like we should always be on top of our business. Uh, and have your magnet. Just those three things. The lovage is real important, though, uh because it not only promotes self-love, but love within someone else. Set your candle in there and start praying your petition. And draw that person. Draw a good person. But you have to always remember that light begets light, and you have to be clean and clear yourself. And have your spirit strong and your self-esteem up uh, where it should be. And that way you don't take just whatever comes along and fall for it. I mean, you've got time. There's no big rush. Do the work for yourself, then do the work to draw someone who will love you and be a good companion for you. Katie, Mark?
3: I believe yeah. in working with um, the rhythms of the earth and the rhythms of history and the past. So... um Obviously, we're in a really good place approaching Valentine's Day to do this love work. So, you know, there's plenty of time to do the self-love work, get yourself all cleaned up before you try to attract somebody to you. And I just want to loosely quote our dear friend, Peter Patton. Bless his soul. He recently had a birthday. Um, Years and years ago, he was teaching a class, and he said one of the most powerful things you can do for love work is to brush your teeth, take a bath, put on something nice, and like just like what you're saying, like begets like. Don't go out into the world like a big old stinky slob and expect that you're going to attract your soulmate that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought that was really funny how he taught that, and it's totally true. And I did exactly what you did, Mama Star. I guess it's been about 13, 14 years ago. My girlfriend Christina and I sat down and wrote a list of everything we wanted in a partner, every little thing we wanted, details, and we had an herb or a root for each thing that we wanted. So,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to bring
3: in willow, and when we add it to the incense, we're going to grind it up, and we're going to say exactly what we want and, you know, how they're going to bring that to us. That Mm -hmm. incense was so powerful and so mind-boggling, and then I went to, you know, not honoring the – the rhythms, went to a, a Valentine's Day sucks, S-U-C-K-S, Valentine's Day sucks party, and met my husband, the man of my dreams who I fell head over heels in love for, and he had every single quality but one, and I could live with that.
0: hmm
4: Yep. You know, my mama was, was the list marker. That's where I got that from. I can't take credit for that. My mama... uh had me do that, and it worked, and I've done it ever since uh, with Mm -hmm. clients, you know, for myself, for my children, because it really does work. And not only that, it's making a statement to the ancestors and uh, to the spirits that walk with you, you know. When you write something, you bring it to life. Words have power, and we all know that. You know.
3: And it helps you be discerning. That's not what I wanted. That's not what I asked yeah. for. Ooh, hot damn, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Let
0: me make it exactly. work. Exactly.
4: Exactly. Yep.
0: We just have cannot, uh, to
4: change the way that we look at things, the way we think about things. And we have to be honest with ourselves. When we're working on ourselves and it's hard. It's never easy when you have to say that something ain't good about you, you see. But once you say it, and I'm one for writing out petition papers and I'll burn it and I'll blow them. I mean, that's just the way I was taught. That's what I teach and that's how I do. Because one thing, once you write it down, you've released it. Then when you burn it and blow it, you've set it free. You've got it away from you. And so that is, that's a big thing of and everybody has a bad habit. If they don't, then there's really something wrong with them. If they can't say, oh, I'm this is ugly about me, you know, and it's something that I need to work on. So you have to be very honest uh, with yourself. And it's just between you and yourself. So just be honest, you know. I'm cranky in the mornings when I get up. I don't want to be talking, and I don't want to have company, and I... It takes me about an hour to get awake. Sometimes I wish I wasn't like that, but I am. You know? And so I try to do better at it. Every morning whenever I get up, I say, I'm in a good mood today. And I'll say, not today, Jesus. We're not going to have it today, Jesus. And I'll get up and I'll go make my coffee. And so I found by doing that, if the phone rings before I've even had a drink of coffee, I'm not such a terror, you know. I'll answer it in a normal voice. I might not want to chit-chat, but I'm not.
0: So (laughs) you need to,
4: right, hey, I can say when shit's wrong with me. I don't care. It's a, everybody has issues, you know. Nobody's perfect. And if they claim they're perfect, then I have an issue with them because I know that's a damn lie because nobody is perfect you know, so just be real honest with yourself, and also make a list, start to a list of the things that you want in your life, put it in a sugar bowl, something simple as a sugar bowl, sugar sweet. set to a little tea light or a light on it every day, claim that petition, because that's what it is. Claim it. Pull it to you. Draw it into your life. It takes a while. Nothing happens overnight. But it can be done. You can change your whole world one word at a time. And remember, everything that you think about yourself, you're just reinforcing it. And when you do that, if you say, oh, my God, I'm broke, I don't have this, I don't have that, and then you meet a guy, guess what? He's going to be broken. He ain't going to have this and he ain't going to have that. So y'all going to be broke together and miserable. So change the way you think and get to work and draw that special somebody into your life. But do it the right way. Get your own self together first because that's where love starts is with us with each one of us. My mama used to say pretty is as pretty does, ugly is as ugly was. So, you know, when pretty fades away, ugly to the bone. So if you ugly on the inside, you are going to be ugly on the outside. And it will catch up to you. So just yeah, get
3: and everyone of.
4: Right, right, just get no matter how pretty you try to make the package, it's gonna seep out. It always does, so get yourself together, and I think we lost Mark again. Teddy, you got something to add to that?
3: Well, I was just um in my head, I'm sort of going over what you've done so far, so you've given mm-hmm. folks an idea of how to um, how to do some cleansing work, how to get rid of all the old habits, how to build back up the habits that they mm-hmm. want, the characteristics they want, how to mirror mm-hmm. the behavior that they want to bring into their lives. Um, mm-hmm. So do you have some, um, I mean, Valentine's Day is coming up, and I hate to see anybody not have a partner who wants a partner. You know, if they don't want a partner, I totally support that, obviously. Um so how can folks bring in the love that they want? They can write a list, and then what? They can
4: write a list and do the bowl, like I said, and use a the magnet. The, make the magnet your list. For me, mag- I ain't saying lodestones ain't good. Don't nobody get that twisted because that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying mm-hmm. I wasn't taught on lodestones, and I prefer magnets. Magnets pull stronger for me. So the little sheets of magnets that you can get at the craft store, uh, write your petition on that and uh, use that to pull uh, the the person that you want into your life and Uh for Valentine's Day. But do cleansing work first, especially if you've had issues. I mean, you don't want to start working pulling somebody into your life on Valentine's Day when you have all these issues yourself because that's the kind of person that you're going to pull into your life. Yep. So do the do the work, uh, the cleansing, the cutting, clearing, the writing down the things that you want to get rid of, drawing what you want to pull to you, and then start you some little drawing work. I prefer lavender over roses. And I always have. I don't know why. My mother was crazy about roses. She had rose bushes all over the place. I like the rose bush, I just don't like the rose in my work. Um, I prefer lavender. For me, lavender has a pulling quality, but it also has a soothing quality.
3: Mhm. For sure.
4: And so if you're going to pull someone into your life new, then you want them to have that same soothing quality. You see what I'm saying? That's going That's to... That's interesting.
3: And and it's such a healing herb as well. So that uh-huh. would be attracting somebody who's more healthy. Exactly. Cool. Okay. That's going
4: to, so right now, that's going to help. Uh,
3: yeah.
4: Mark got kicked off. He said he's having trouble.
3: Poor baby. Let me see what
4: what number he's trying to call for him because I don't have anybody in the thing that just jumped in. Everybody
3: that's there has been there. listen listening. Um, so you write down all the characteristics that you're looking to attract on um on a sheet of that magnet paper and mm-hmm. you bring in some lavender and then mm-hmm.
4: what? Um, whatever else you're drawn to. Each mm-hmm. one of us, like I said earlier, I'm really into power arms. I like calamus mm-hmm. master of the woods. I like lavender. I like lovage. And so those are are what I would add to my stuff. Uh, if it were were me doing the recipe. Mm-hmm. And some people mm-hmm. may like roses, you know. A lot of people to a lot of people, roses represent love. So if yeah. roses represent love to you, then use roses to draw. Add that to your bow. You know, and of course you need sugar because we want sweet. We don't want sour, and um, just go with the flow of what you add. It depends on you. Some some women don't don't want to uh, uh, have that strong put forward. spirit. You know, my sisters were like that. They would have never used calamus and master of the woods. They would have Mm -hmm. used rose, lovage, uh, maybe a little demiana, because that is a good herb, too, for for love if you like it. You see, and I'm more rosemary, calamus, licorice. I'm more into those types of herbs.
3: I'm running this. (laughs) And I don't
4: think Mark is going to try to get back on. It doesn't look like he keeps dropping, his, his call keeps dropping.
3: Oh, no. questions, Katie? Um, okay, so then they've made the vessel, they've made the vessel in a sugar bowl, and now what are they going to do with it?
4: Well, of course they're going to have to work their bow. And if you Mm -hmm. can't keep a candle burning all the time, you can use a stick candle. It can be red or white, either one of those. You can use a tea light, or you can put a red glass candle. And everybody knows that the flame of the candle draws power, draws spirit, draws your petition. You see? So you have to burn on it, and you have to work it. You cannot just put it together and just leave it like that because nothing's going to happen. Well, in a year or two, something might happen. Uh, mm-hmm. But right now, nothing's going to happen. If you want results, you have to do the work.
3: Right. I, you said one time. Well, I don't know about you all, but if you don't feed me, I'm not working. Exactly. So, You want this work to work. You have to feed it. You have to work it. You have to burn on it. Exactly. Exactly.
4: Exactly. I mean, and that is uh, common sense, you know. If you just do the work one time, leave it sitting there, I don't think that much is going to happen. I could be wrong, but I don't believe I am.
3: So to add to this, are there any specific Bible verses that anybody could burn to add to it or read to it daily? Or the Songs
4: of Solomon are all love songs.
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: I will tell uh, clients there's only eight of them in the Bible. Only eight mm-hmm. of the songs. Go through them, find one that touches you, and add that to your work. Because what I might like, you might not, it might not mean anything to you. Right. You see? This work is not one size fits all because we are all different people. And what might work for me might not work for you. Or you might not even like it, you know, like roses. Mm -hmm. I do not use roses. I just don't. There's other workers that swear by them and love them. I'm not one of them. But I still get good results with the roots and herbs that I do use. You see?
3: It has taken me until you... I was just going to comment.
0: Go ahead, Katie. (laughs)
3: I was just going to comment on roses. It has taken me until last year to appreciate roses. Whenever I smelled one or looked at one, it reminded me of my grandmother's funeral. And so that was not going to get me anywhere love-related. So, you know, trust spirit. If they're telling you that's not going to work, it is not going to work. Right. Well,
4: I like them. I do like them. I don't have an aversion to them. I like them. I have them in my yard. Um, and I like the way they smell. I just don't like them in my work. Mm-hmm. But then that's just me. And with this work, it ain't one size fits all. So you have to kind right. of, you take the ingredients, and I can give you an ingredient or recipe to do this work with, and you may do it, and it might not work because you might have needed to add something else. Or you might have needed to take something out. When you give people uh, information on how to do this work, it cannot be wrote down in law, you see, because that's not the way this work works. Nothing is written in stone. When people say you have to do this this way and this is the only way you can do this, uh, blah, 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 that's a crock of crap. Because each one of us are different. Question Peggy Do
3: you ever work with um crystals?
4: No. I work with rocks.
3: Oh yeah. I, I love rocks. working with rocks.
4: Yeah, I don't work with crystals, uh, Well, I don't know how to start off with. But I do Mm -hmm. rocks. And I love magnets. Uh, I know that you can name uh, a stone for a love. And you can put those qualities within that stone and nurture the stone and work that stone just like you would a magnet or a bowl of sugar. In the old days, you don't hear much about it nowadays, but in the old days, uh, folks would uh, work a rock and go throw it in somebody's yard to achieve their their goal, whether it's mm-hmm. hot foot or whatever. That rock became that person. You don't hear anything about that much no more. Uh, but it's possible to also do that, to claim a rock or a stone or, I guess, a crystal. You could do that, too, uh, and use that. That's something you can carry around with you, a stone all day long. And I have some little rocks uh, that people have given me or that I've just picked up off the ground. And I'll carry them with me because I like them. I like the feel of it. Uh, but you could name that rock for your person that you want to draw into your life. And so all day long you're carrying it in your, I've just picked up a little rock that's on my vest. All day long you're rubbing that rock and you're thinking about the qualities that you want in your mate. It's not always about, the recipes or the candles or this or that. A simple rock can be worked with in order to draw something to you.
3: Beautiful. Beautiful. I really like I so don't, don't hear
4: much about that anymore, you know, about throwing stones. Where do you think that came from? You know, don't throw stones. In the old days, because you would walk right over it and not even realize that you had been conjured. You see? Mm Mm-hmm. You use everything that is around you, and everything has a possibility, because that's what this work is made of. In the old days they couldn't leave, they couldn't just run to the store and get this or get that. They had to right. do with what they had.
3: So you had the strength. reason that I asked the reason that I asked about um crystals is because I absolutely love rose quartz crystals for self love work.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. So it's yeah, sure. that um Attached to stones, a rose quartz is fantastic for self-love, and obviously you do the self-love work, and then you're more attractive to everybody, not just partners that you're interested in, but friends, employers, employees, Mm -hmm. parents, whatever. You're just more attractive. You're more interesting.
4: And isn't that uh, what this is all about? When you love yourself, uh, everybody else loves you. Well, not maybe not everybody,
0: but <laughs> folks that count do. <laughs> 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 Sorry, <laughs>
4: Mark.
2: What do you, you want, want to say
0: about?
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know I got something to say. You know, mm-hmm. you can also take a um, you can take your little magnet or or lodestone, of course, and you can carry that with a piece of pyrite. Because, you know, of course, as you know, Pyrite, y'all know Pyrite attracts. And so mm-hmm. you can work that, too, or maybe tie it up in a packet with your petition, you know, you, you know, a photo of yourself that's clean, you know, that you've taken of yourself after you've done all your good old cleansing. And you write your petition, you know, I love myself. I am the, you know, I am that I am the love of God that is that that, that is in me. You know, and you write all those things, you know, I love myself, I care about myself and I deserve to be loved. I deserve I deserve the love of my life that is right for me and that is compatible with me. So you see what I'm saying? You are basically working you working that um your self love to draw somebody to you that's gonna reflect back to you what you already have for yourself. And you put you work all it in a little packet tiny little packet with red flannel or you could even tie it up in a hanky with your little love herbs. Maybe put your little raccoon bone in there for some power. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You can and you can carry that in your pocket and every day you're gonna talk to you pull it out and you just talk to it and say I love myself. I I reflect, you know, I love myself. I'm a total success. I believe in myself. And I draw to me the love that is right for me that reflects the love of God that is already in me. You see something like yep. that. You ain't got a word in those exact words. But basically you're trying to word that you draw somebody that reflects what you already have within you. Yeah. And you can build it up that way. And then, you know, when you do meet somebody, you know, of course you've weeded out the, the wheat from the chaff. You got rid of the yeah. old nasty ass chaff, and you got that good old wheat. You know, that wheat that gets you that good old bread, you know, baby, somebody that win you, win you some bread, baby. You take, mm-hmm. once you find that good old wheat, you can take that uh, packet apart. You can take it apart and then tie that person's personal concerns or their photo up in that, um, in that raccoon bone. So you just took that work that you did to pull that person to you, and you know they're the right one and you tie them up around that raccoon bone so that to keep the love strong between y'all. And then, of course, you dress it up with a little love itch, maybe dominion. You know, y'all already know where I'm going at with this, maybe a little sugar. But the point is you pull that person to you, and now you want to maintain that love because that's the other part of love work too is, you know, loving yourself, drawing the love to you, and then maintaining it. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Y'all want to add anything to that?
4: No, I think that's beautiful advice. That's beautiful advice. And and the thing is, that, right, when you work it that way, now, you know, we can't be silly and think that just because we've done all this work and we love ourselves and we're all that and everything's running beautifully, that you're not going to have some valleys and some mountains because that would just be unrealistic. You always gonna have something. But the trick is that your self esteem is built up enough till you can stand on your own two feet and say, uh, No, sir, look at here. I don't like the way this is going, and so we really need to talk about it. Because whenever you have a good self esteem, then you have a good backbone, and when you have a good backbone, you take less bullshit. Just I'm right. just saying. And so, therefore, if you're in a relationship, it has to be fifty fifty, give and take. Um, and sometimes one's going to take more than the other one, and that's okay. In my relationship with my husband, when we've been married thirty four years. Most of the time, I take I, I'm the taker. But that's because I choose to be. I choose that, but only so far. And then I put the brakes on the bullshit if it's gone too far. So that's where you have to get yourself within your own life, where you can say, I love me, I'm a good person, and whoever gets me is very lucky, you see? You're not the lucky one. They're the lucky one to have you. Because you mean something I to yourself. I love that. And you have to be to the point where when you get into your little relationship, you've done your work, you've got your man or you've got your woman, and you can say, oh, yeah, and then here comes this little rocky moment. Now, do you fall down and fall apart, and just blah, 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 and start giving, 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 no, sir. You say, let's talk about this. And so everybody gets to have their say, and then you meet in the middle of it. And then you move on. In 30 or 40 years, there y'all are sitting at the breakfast table still together. Even though you've had issues between you, You've had a strong enough spirit to be able to work it out and stand on your own. It always has to start with self-love, always.
3: And you could pull out your little packet like Mark suggested and add you a little bit more sugar or add you a little bit more as the years go by, as things change. Exactly. Because
4: as we grow older, we change. What we feel about things changes. How we look at things changes. But the one thing that can never change is your own self-empowerment. You can never let anybody drag you down, life or anybody else. I'm not saying you ain't going to stumble. Tell everybody stumbles. Wallow for a little bit and get out of it.
3: Set you a limit. Right.
4: One day, two days to wallow. Feel sorry for yourself
3: things, shake it off and get to moving on. So I've got a really practical question. That. Not everybody wants to do this work. Not everybody wants yeah. to work for themselves, much less work for yeah. other people. Um, right. Do you have anything at com that would be of use to somebody who's looking for self-love, who's looking for... A partner? I would
4: say bath. Bath, if you don't know how to do uh, the work yourself, then start out with a simple bath, wash, prayer, uh, cut and clear. All those things work. But you know you cannot just go to a worker and expect them to do everything. You're always going to have to do something. So you can't sit back and say, oh, I need this done and I need you to do this for me. It's not going to work. You're going to have to do something, too. You see? You have to give in order to get and when you're doing this type of work, it really is a good idea to really try to help yourself. Because if you don't, now I ain't saying that that we don't need workers. We definitely do need workers. We need somebody to go to. Hell, I need workers. When I have an issue, I go to somebody. Because that's what you do. You seek help, but you can't expect your help to do everything for you. Because that becomes a crutch. And if you need a crutch, then what? You're not where you need to be in your life. Mark? I used to. I
3: Well, I was just going to say, as you know, I used to own a um, a metaphysical bookstore with candles and herbs and oils and every Mm -hmm. ingredient you could possibly consider needing for any purpose. And people wanted me to do it for them. That never was interesting to me. I don't want to go to somebody else, you know, unless I'm totally really, really low having a hard time. I want to do it myself. I'm, you, mean, you know, I might want someone's help to show me how to do it or give me some different exactly. ideas, but I want to do it myself. far majority of the population does not want to do it themselves. If you come to me, you got to mm-hmm. do something. And a lot of
4: people don't like that. They don't like
0: it. They don't like
4: it. You know, I've been called harsh, rude, hateful. Hey, I may be, but I'm not going to sugarcoat bullshit to make you feel better. If you come to me for help, then you're going to hear what I see. If you don't want to hear it, don't come to me, plain and simple.
2: Yep, I agree.
3: Well, I'm just saying maybe I need a helping hand to get them going.
4: You know, people have said many things about me, but I help my people that come to me. And I don't do it all farm either, because what would happen when I'm not here anymore? Who's gonna help them then? You have to learn to stand on your own two feet, and you have to be strong uh, within your own spirit. And in today's world, you... it's, it's it's getting harder and harder.
2: Well, you know what, Mama? I think that goes back to what. Um... You know we've been talking about with self love here you know people that feel like they can't help themselves or they want people that wanna reach out to others well they wanna they want they want everybody else to help them, but they don't wanna do the work themselves to me that that says that that shows that they um don't love themselves or they have an issue within themselves,
0: mm-hmm. and so
2: I think it goes back to basically. You have to love yourself, and you have to build your power, build your own power, and learn to accept yourself and know know what God has given you, know the gifts, know the gifts you know, that God has given you.
4: you yes, don't want, yes, I'm sorry. It, it's not right, it, but it's not always that. Sometimes people start out very powerful, you know, but it just takes one damn thing. Are three or four things that build up. And then before you know it. You just get sucked into that dark hole. And you don't know how to find a way out.
0: Because as we
4: know. Whatever we think. And whatever we profess. And whatever we claim. That's what we're going to be. That's what we're going to have. And there's always. Somebody around the corner That's willing to step On top of you If you can't stand your own
2: Yes ma'am That's true That is so true You see what
4: I'm saying So it always Mm -hmm. goes back To Self esteem Self empowerment And self love
0: Yep
2: And um, I just wanted to add that a a part of that or a big part of that is as you build your power and your self-esteem is also protecting yourself. Yes. Protecting yourself so that when people, so when those folks around the corner do try to knock you down, you might stumble, you might fall, but you're going to get your ass right back up. You're going to get right back up.
0: And you're going to know how
2: to fight. You're going to know how to have a good fight. And so I think protection work ties into this, too.
4: Yes. Oh, well, you always have to protect yourself, always. I mean, without anything, your family, anything you've got going on, you have to have strong protection because there's always going to be somebody that's going to want what you've got, always. This is human rights. That's the way people are. You know, but whenever you are within your own power and you have a high self-esteem and you're able to look with clear eyes, then you see the bullshit and you move on from it. You see what I'm saying? Yes, So ma'am. it may take a lot of work to get yourself together, And to start gathering all the things that you want in your life, but it's well worth it. Mm hmm Because in the long run, it not only helps you in your love life, but it helps you in your whole life. Because you don't have that need to please. And you know having a need to please is a part of of having a low
3: self-esteem. yeah mhm so you, you know I just want to be keep...
4: afraid afraid to step up, and when you're fully empowered, you'll have it. That doesn't mean you have to do it, you know, but if the need arises, it's there, and you can do it.
3: mhm. Um, I wanted to mention another potential roadblock for people not wanting to do the work themselves. Some people may not have the space to store all the supplies needed or may not have the money to get a little apothecary started for, you know, to have a good set of herbs for when they get going. Um, so sure. I just looked at your website to see what would be useful for somebody for um, what we're talking about right now. I love your scrubs. If you go to oldstyleconjure.com, Um, Mama Star Under Products has spiritual bath scrubs. I absolutely love them. What I love about them is that it's like a one-two punch. You're doing your cleansing while you're doing your dressing. So while I would normally do a cleansing um, from my head to my toes, I use these um, salt scrubs from my toes up because I feel like I'm doing the cleansing, but I also want the good juju not to wash off. And I need some more of your prosperity stuff. I love that so, so, so much, but Monastar has an attraction scrub, so you're doing your cleansing, you're putting the attraction on, and that might be really, really helpful for what we're talking about right now, so if you just right. wanted to do that, I think you're putting your oils, I think you're dressing yourself as well, but she also mm-hmm. has her oils, and any number of these oils would be super-duper helpful. I think Chronic Success would be great, I think Attraction Oil would be great for this, um, your van, van you can use for anything. The special oil you can use for anything, right? Correct. So um, I okay. just wanted to mention you don't have to do these things all by yourself. You can go to an ethical worker and buy something that's ready to go. As long as you know you know the worker, you can't buy this off the street. And,
4: you know, Katie, since you brought up my my uh, product, I want to say this, y'all. You know. You hear a lot about commercialized work. Okay, let's be realistic. If you send some, somebody something that's made in large, like in the old days, the shit's going to go rancid within a yeah. week. If you send somebody some olive oil that's been prayed over, Within two or three weeks, it's going to go rancid, So you have to use the higher quality oils if you're going to make products. I give regular washes out to my people that come here. And they may get olive oil because those are the people that I know that have come here for years. But I'm not going to sell a large product online. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever you sell your products, they are going to be different than what you are going to give in-house. You know, there's been a lot of talk about that. And not everybody knows how to make their own oils. Not everybody knows how to make their own washes, you know, their own powders. Not everybody knows how to do that. And most people don't want to do it. It's messy work, you know.
0: hmm Mm-hmm.
3: And sometimes you just need mm-hmm. somebody else's insight. You're not seeing something that's there, and you need someone else to go, you know, I think you need a little bit of this in there, and it really makes a difference. Exactly. But um, but I do want to say that Mama Star's products are very, very high quality, and I absolutely love them and have thank you, tons Kate. of her stuff that I use often. You're very welcome, Mama Star. Hey, thank I just want to give –
2: thank you so much, Kay. I just want to make a quick mention,
3: too, since you're since you, uh,
2: talking about Mama Star's products. You know, for y'all that's having um, a lot of these issues with – Self love and loving yourself and your self esteem. I highly recommend Mama Stars Master Oil or her Master Key Oil. I highly recommend that, y'all. It's really, really strong. Um, I, I just want to put this out there real quick and let y'all know I can't tell y'all how everybody else does that Master Key or that Master Products. All I can go by is what I was taught. And, you know, the way I was taught is, you know, when you're working with a master key product or a master product, is to bring you power, to bring you control, a master of your life.
0: Mm-hmm. And so,
2: um, you know, with Mama store stuff, it, it, it really works. Um, in fact, I, I've probably said this before. At one point, I had, I had bought some master key oil from her, and I had to stop using it. I had to stop because it was too strong, and the power was getting to my head. I wasn't getting out of line, but I was getting a little bit more hot-headed than usual because it it was so strong. It's got that power like boom. You see what I mean? And I try not to, uh, you know, me personally, I try not to put myself in people's face. But I just want to let y'all know it really works. <laughs> but if you just feel like your cock is getting a little bit too big, that might be the side <laughs> thing. That's all I wanted to say. Cause that's how <laughs> I felt like my cock was getting. My cock was getting uh, bigger than what it already. Oh Lord! Let me see. <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs>
2: see, that's why. I don't, yeah. You were that's
4: threatened what, too okay. much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs>
3: You got to
0: shred out. Yeah. That's oh, shoot. A... oh my We've God. already
3: gone over an hour and a half. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to keep on talking? You want to wrap it up? Oh, let's wrap it's it up. up
2: to I'm y'all. Kind of
4: tired. Yeah.
2: All right.
3: Are
4: you good? Are you good, Mark? Did you say everything you need to say?
2: I'm good.
3: i said everything I needed to say.
4: Okay. Does well, any anybody have any yeah. questions
3: real quick? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Any questions in the chat room? Anybody want to call in with any special concerns? I put it in the chat room to
2: see what folks gotta say. Okay. Mm. I think it. Yep. I guess we just hear the clocks
0: ticking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well I think folks have had plenty of time to type in questions or to call in, so what else I like to call yeah, in? Oh, so someone's calling oh, Gary in?
4: wants to call in. What's your area right. code then?
3: Make sure you um you raise your hand when you call in there, Gary. What is um can you type us your oh he's probably calling. If he can type us his area code, that would help. I think I'll know it. Okay.
4: Let me see. Because he's from here. Well, oh,
3: he's an 832 then. Okay. Yeah.
4: Oh. Come on. Well, maybe I won't know it. I don't think that's his number.
3: 832? Eight three. Is it 832? That's yes, what he said. Yeah, in the chat. Room. That's
4: what he says. Hello. That's the area. Say hello. Hey. hey. Hello. Hi, Gary.
5: Hey, how are you doing?
4: <laughs> good. How are you?
5: Pretty good. Just glad to hear everybody together tonight.
3: Thank you. What's going on?
5: Uh, not much. Just uh, sitting back and enjoying the show. You know, I really like uh, all the recipes that, <laughs> that you're working recipes. out. Recipes? <laughs> I have to do it. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs>
5: no, but uh, I, you know, it's it's an eye opener. You know, uh, to be uh, to bring self love. Uh, I I think it gives a twist to uh, to things. You know, if you're if you don't have the love for yourself, then how are you going to bring things that you need into your life? Exactly. So I think it's a it's a very good topic, and you know I did learn a couple of good things, and you know obviously I always I always learn something new. But uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that everybody can benefit from from this show, especially especially my girlfriend, because she's sitting over here, you know, and pointing at herself. <laughs>
0: hey.
3: <laughs> so Gary, what especially did you think was helpful for you on the show?
5: Well, um, I've been doing uh, some cleansing work lately on myself, and I haven't really done the uh, cutting clears, but uh, I think that is something that I will incorporate into my cleansings. Now, I've been usually when I do my cleansings, other than the ones that Mama has showed me, you know. Uh, Usually mix them up. And three, uh, I do a smudge with uh, Palo Santo and mm-hmm. uh, a candle. You know, I brush myself down with the candle and I mix my, my back. You know, I do my prayers and I get done with that and dress myself afterwards. But I'm definitely going to incorporate uh, the, you know, the cutting and clear.
0: And
4: for those who don't know, Gary is one of my in-house students. So he actually gets to come here
5: And I'm actually looking forward to coming soon, pretty soon
4: I know I was in New Orleans having a good time <laughs> I'm
5: glad you did, I'm glad you
4: did I did, I had a wonderful time son Wonderful Wonderful
5: <laughs> Well, that's great. Um, I actually had a question from my girlfriend. She's asking if uh, if she could use any knife for the cutting clear.
4: Oh, for the work that Mark gave. Mark, you have a question.
2: Yes. Okay.
4: Um, I personally think
2: that you, it might be better to work with a new knife, something that's new. Okay. I mean, that's what I think. You know when I when I when I've done that kind of work with the knife, I've used
0: uh,
2: a new knife. You know something that's just for that, and that I mean that's what I found to work for me.
4: Oh, that, by God. the way, I just want to
2: put it out there, just to let everybody know. Please, y'all, do not rub the knife on your skin because I don't want people to email or call and uh-uh. say I cut myself. <laughs> Hold the knife inches away from your body. You're just cutting around yourself. You're not rubbing yourself with the knife like you would with an egg mm-hmm. or a <laughs> chicken foot. You know how you scratch yourself with a chicken foot? Please do not scratch yourself with that knife when you cleanse from mm-hmm. head to toe. I just want to put that out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> awesome. <Right>. Thank
5: you.
6: <laughs> you're
5: Anything else, Gary? Um, uh, no, not, not really, you know, um, I think I just wanted to bump in and say hello to everybody and, uh, I've been meaning to actually call in, but, you know, I didn't really want it to just jump in in the middle of something, but, uh, I'm glad I did and, uh, had to listen to, uh, Mama Star's voice and Dr. Dr. Lovebug and yourself as well. <laughs>
3: Great. Well, thanks for calling. <laughs> Not a
1: problem. Thank you. Have a nice See
3: you soon, <laughs> your Gary. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. We have another request in the chat room. What is um, it? Red-haired mystic would like to talk about candle work for love work.
0: Uh-huh. So,
3: like, the signs in a candle, how to read the candle when the wax burns down. So, if, like, it's like if your flame is fluttering sputtering, if you've got a really strong flame, if it's spitting, what does it all mean for love works?
4: I think that if a candle is, is talking, sputtering, moving a lot, that it's moving things out of, your, out of the way. Now, everyone is going to read the flame of a candle different, you know. If somebody might say that's a block, but since I'm being asked, I think that whenever the flame is moving, and sputtering, that it's working. Of course, a strong flame is self-explanatory. I would take a very strong flame as uh, as the work being a success. Split flames, that's two flames. Um, I would say that it could go in either direction. And it depends on why the flames are moving also. I have seen those flames intertwine with each other over and over and over as if they're in a battle. So it just depends. You have to look at the flame to really see. that It's not something that you can just say, well, this means this or this means that. Because as you're reading the flame, spirit is telling you what's really going on with that flame. So you actually have to be seeing it. Or for me, that's that's how I feel.
3: And what about if the flame goes out, Mama Star?
4: If the flame goes out, I would check the wick to make sure that it's not a bad wick because we get a lot of bad wicks nowadays. Either the wick is too small or something's wrong with it or the wax is no good. Um, So I would uh, check the wick, and then if it's nothing wrong with the wick, and I would do me a little cleansing. And then light it back. If you have oh. a messy if you have a wax buildup on your on your glass, again it could be the candle. It depends on the type of candle uh that you buy. Uh some of the jar candles nowadays do not burn clean. They just don't. It's the wax they Mm -hmm. use in them or the wigs. No. But uh, if you had a good quality candle and you have wax residue and stuff, again, I would say that it depends on um, the way the candle burns, what the feeling is, and do a reading on
0: it.
4: It's not, for me, whenever I do my burns for my people, I'll watch the candle uh, while it burns, uh, how it burns, what's on the glass, um, and then if it looks funny to me, or if it went, do the flame's not strong I'll do a reading on the candle. Even though it's a twenty four ninety five candle, I will do a reading on that candle to see what it is. If it needs something extra, usually I'll just do the something extra. You know? I mean they paid for the candle so I don't want the candle to work.
3: I see. Okay.
4: That's just me. I'm not saying everybody does that. But that's how I read my my candles, but it's not so, it, it's a combination of things. Mm-hmm.
3: And do you read the wax when the wax is dripping? Do you look for I figures? I do.
4: I do read the wax, but it's not, ju- that's what I'm saying, it's not just a wax. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, everybody knows that I work with my ancestors, so I'm really in tune to them. And so I will follow their directions. They say, you know, even if it's a clear burn and there was maybe the flame started out low or whatever, but then it built up, and I'm thinking, well, cool, it built up and everything's cool, Uh, but then I hear in my ear, you know, uh, it's not as cool as you think. Then I'll contact Uh the person that I did the candle for, and most of the time I'll just do a stick candle on the side of that one just to kind of boost it up. To get it moving, because I like success, you know. Even in my candle work, I don't want it to, uh, not to be successful.
3: That's right. That's what we're doing it for.
4: And so she has standalone candles. So she's talking about stick candles. Yeah. Whenever I was a young worker, all I used was stick candles. That's it. And then over the years, I've come along and I like glass-encased candles if I can get a good candle. But if I'm doing a uh, a reversal, sometimes I prefer the stick candle over the glass candle. Because I will, instead of doing a seven-day or never burnt seven days, but a seven-day glass candle, um, I'll do that many stick candles which makes it stronger because you are actually working that candle for the reversal Um, if it's pulling something again it depends on what I'm doing it all depends on what I'm doing uh, as to what type of candle that I use but I use a lot of stick candles I always have I never gave them completely up Uh, but I like glass candles too like for my money pot, my money can. I can't put a stick candle in there. I set all the the money and petitions and stuff on fire that's in there. So I put a glass candle in there. So it just really depends on what you're doing. And in your preference, you know, it's all what you prefer. If you like stick candles, use stick candles. If you like lamps, I use my oil lamps a lot. I have one up here that goes constantly. It never goes out. Use whatever you like. Just know that the flame of the candle draws power. The flame of the lamp draws power. And, you know, we didn't talk about it, but, you know, you can make an oil lamp for self-love put all your ingredients in there and you keep it going on a very low flame. And so you just keep it going constantly. And you'll find that whenever you get knocked down, uh, it's easier to pull yourself back up. Because all those prayers and those petitions that you're putting over that, that uh, oil lamp has built inside the base of that lamp. And so it's like I ever... Uh, ending
3: work as long as the flame is going. Oh, I love you know, that. And if you need a little boost, you can just like amp it up a little bit, make your flame a little bit stronger, then back it down, when exactly. you're good. Exactly.
4: My mama never burned candles, There's always all lamps. I have her lamps, those are the lamps I use. Um, but she never burned candles. I, on the other hand, I'm a Leo, I like candles, I like the flame. I like the feel of the wax.
0: Mhm. So it
4: just depends on what I'm doing as to what I burn. I like tea lights, and I like tea lights because the little cups get hot. And anything that gets hot on top of a jaw work or on top of a packet is heating up that work. And it does not make a mess. There's not wax everywhere. You don't have to worry about the flame catching the stuff on fire. You know, it's just a really, those little cups are really, really good with those tea light candles. And I use them a lot.
3: I am going to ask for some um, audience input. If you guys would do me a favor at some time in the next couple of days, think about what kinds of shows you'd be interested in. I think a show dedicated to oil lamps would be amazing. But head mm-hmm. on over to um the Facebook page for Old Style Conjure Radio and um add some comments there what Mama Show's stars should be um focusing on. Oh do really about fun to get oil stuff. lamps
4: all day long, Katie girl.
3: I know you can I, grew up I on know that. you can.
4: You know I grew up that's something I grew up on. I don't have to research it. I've I watched it my whole life. And in uh, Mystic asked, "What if she's moving in eight months? What about the oil lamp? You can put the flame out. You just let the oil get down like a week before you move. Don't refill the lamp. Let the oil burn burn out, and then you leave your roots and herbs in the base of the lamp. And that's another good thing about oil lamps. You can put your petition. I found one of my mama's old lamps." And she had a piece of material pinned with a safety pin. And we could talk about safety pins, too. Uh, with a safety pin to the bottom of that wick of that oil lamp. So you can actually uh, pin your petitions. To, and, of course, my mother's gone, so I couldn't ask her. But I'm enough of a mm-hmm. client worker to know that she pinned her petition to the bottom of that That oil lamp, and so as it burned, her petition heated up because it was pinned to the wick. Right. You see? And pins do what? They nail things down or they protect things. So she had that cloth pinned, and I could see it had writing on it. I couldn't see the writing, but I could see there was writing there and it was pinned, then she was locking something down, whatever was on that, that piece of cloth. So all lamps are really good, you know?
0: You they're know, good another to thing work I just with, wanted to and they're out. old school.
2: You know, uh, they something were here before candles stay.
4: were, I think. Go ahead,
2: I just wanted to add something. Oh, good. Okay, I just wanted to ask something real quick about the lamps. You know, since we, you know, we're talking about love work and loving yourself, you, mm-hmm. you know, with all the recipes that we've given, you can <laughs> apply all those recipes inside of an oil lamp and make you a master lamp, a master lamp that has your photo of, like I said, but a fresh photo of yourself that you've taken of yourself after you've done all your cleansing works and you pin, you write your petition across it, you know, for love and power to be a total success. Pin it to the wig. Put all those boots and recipes that we, you know, we've given on the show into that lamp and work that lamp. And the thing is, you can you'll pray to as, as for every time you that candle that candle flame is burning that you are growing in your spirit and your power and whatever you do, your other works that's you know, uh, like your your clean uh, not your cleanse, I'm sorry, like your your drawing works, prosperity, healing, love, success, you can light your candles from that master lamp. You see what I mean? Like that lamp that you made for self healing
0: the flame. you
2: can carry that yes. You can carry that work over to everything else you're doing, mm-hmm. even if it's like if you've made you like a little, uh, a little packet for power, like we talked about earlier, or a jar, you can light your tea light in there, put that on top of your work, and so you're basically carrying your work over to everything else because everything's going to spill over in your life anyway. The one thing sense. that
4: I want to say, right, the one thing that I want to say folks about the oil lamps for folks who are not accustomed
0: to burning
4: them is that you have to trim the wick ever so often. So you have to trim the wick like whenever probably about a half an inch when that much of the wick gets black, you just take the scissors and trim it down. And then relight it. Because if you don't, what will happen after a while, it won't burn anymore. So you do have to trim the wick. Also, don't put sugar stuff in your lamp. Because what that's going to happen is the wick is it's going to melt within the oil and the wick is going to gum up and it's not going to burn. So remember those things. But other than that, You can put whatever you want to in the lamp. I have photos of my family in my family lamp uh, that I burned for protection and for success for the family. Um, I have petitions in there. I have Bible verses in there. So you can add things to the base of that lamp. And you don't have to – you don't have to – Change them out You just leave them in there And so the more you pray over it And the more you keep your fire burning The stronger the work Within that base is going to become So in ways The oil lamp is much more powerful Than any candle could ever be
0: Because
4: it's a continuous burn
2: Well you know I think What makes the lamp so powerful itself too Is that you know, when you're working with a candle, you know, when you're working with candles, that's usually a part of something, a part of the work. Mm-hmm. Where well, we have the oil lamp, the oil lamp is the work.
4: Yes, everything the oil lamp that you is put
2: inside that, right, everything you're putting inside that is being heated. Now, you know, of course, if you're going to do, you know, like Katie or like me, you know, like those that's been taught by Mama Star Starcassus, you can mm-hmm. why not why limit yourself? You can put all the works together. So you can put you a powerful lamp together and then put it in a cross setup of tea lights or candles. So you can work yeah. your can your your lamp in the middle and then have your candles in the cross and of course you like top uh top to bottom, right to left. You know, mm-hmm. north, south, east and west to mm-hmm. draw things to you. And you can work both at the same time. And so while you when your candles go out, you still got your lamp that's
0: burning.
2: Uh, it's just an idea for, for the
3: folks out there. I think it's
0: a great yeah, idea. I love
3: it.
2: it.
0: Yeah.
4: We've had another two-hour show. I don't know how we manage that, but we have five minutes left.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess I'll play us out, but... Um,
3: you have anything to say, Miss Katie? Um, well, I know how we we manage two hours because it's good stuff.
1: It's <laughs> good stuff.
3: So I and I, you know, I do want to say one thing. I don't know where the recipe thing is coming from. I'm confused about it. I don't get it. But I think if if you don't have any recipes, then you don't want to put any importance on the recipes, Right? right? I'm don't I'm not. I don't understand where that argument comes from. That the, the recipes are not important. If you don't put importance on them, then you. I. I'm afraid you don't know what you're doing. You know, I try not to
2: say that, but yeah, I agree with you. I, <laughs> I think uh, maybe for some folks that, uh, you know, you well, not everybody can put a recipe together. Not all kinds of workers can. Put your put the right combination of roots and herbs with the faith and the prayer to make it to get to make a strong job to get the work done. Not all conjure workers can, you know, give you some work or tell you the right things that go together to make it work. You see what I mean? Hmm. I, I mean not everybody can do that. So maybe that's where this is coming from. You know, this whole I mean, I've been seeing it in different places. You know, so the, what defines of, of the them as a conjure recipe. worker, Mark? What defines you as a conjure worker? I think it's your. Face if they, they can't yourself, put any recipes and together
3: and they can't make stuff, what defines them as a conjure worker?
2: Well, exactly. <laughs> I agree with you. You ain't got no recipe. You ain't got no work, which means you ain't got no
0: conjur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But. Well, it's, it's still
3: very confusing <laughs> to me, but um but I love you guys like crazy. Thank you for tonight.
2: I love you too. <laughs> Thank you. I love you, know, you too. Girl
4: girlfriend says she can cook nothing up without a recipe. Amen. Amen.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, Mark. about oh,
2: Okay. Heavenly God, we thank you for allowing us to unite together as one heart, one spirit, and one family in the spirit of love, peace, charity, and abundance, Holy Father. We thank you, Holy Father. We ask you that you cover us with your Father wall of protection, with total success, and with your anointed spirit of, Lord, of love and your oil of joy and peace and gladness, Holy Father. We pray this. We carry this anointing. May everything we touch be filled with your anointing. May everything we speak be fulfilled, said and done, in accordance with your holy name and by the and by the trials and troubles of our ancestors. Holy Father, may we reap their blessings and may we claim that holy covenant that you
3: promised to us on Mount Sinai. Amen. 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 Well, will you a y'all. couple of weeks on February fourth. All righty. Good night. Good night, y'all. Love y'all.
4: Night.
6: Sometimes I by myself.